Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am Jason Napolitano, and on the line, Mr. Chris Sheridan. What's going on, Chris? Yeah, it's all going on all at once, again. <laughs> yet, yet again. again. And you're about to go into a lockdown, and maybe us as well, so we'll see. Again. Again, it's all going on. Uh, Two weeks. Yeah, right? So, again. <laughs> so they say, we'll see what happens. We just got to, I guess, do our best. And, and, and that actually is going to lead us into our, our subject to today, uh, for today. Uh, we're actually going back to the book that we've done a couple sessions on this, um, a couple of shows. We're coming from uh, Reverend Ike's Secrets for Health, Joy, and Prosperity for You, this, A Science of Living Study Guide uh, by Reverend Ike. And this is a fantastic book, and I highly recommend it. And also, you know, if you have never listened to Reverend Ike on YouTube, please go and check out his videos. He's highly inspiring, entertaining. He's a, he's a joy to watch. He's a joy to watch. One of my, one of my favorite preachers of all time. Um, so this section that we're reading this week is from Chapter 40. It's called How to Stop Catching Disease. How to Stop Catching Disease. And so speaking of all the stuff that's going on with COVID and so on. This is one of the ways you can keep your mind right, keep your immune system up, keep yourself functioning on a high level out there when, you know, we're threatened by virus and whatnot, you know. And of course, that's not the only thing out in the world. So, you know, it's, it's important to keep your, your immune system and your, your, your positive energy going, or your spiritual energy going to protect yourself from, from the environment you know, the world that we live in. And you can do that through this, this positive thinking and the spiritual outlook. And we're going to talk about that today. So thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, we are here on, on Fridays and on Sundays, Friday, we have Emmett Fox Friday. We missed this week, unfortunately, a technical glitch, but we'll be back next week with that for a new show. Uh, so listen to that. And then Sundays, of course, are our longer shows. Today, we're going to be a little briefer today because this, this is pretty concise. Uh, Reverend Ike gets down to business like Emmett Fox does. Uh, so it lends itself to a little shorter show, a little punchier kind of thing. So I guess we'll just um, we'll jump right into it. Um, I'll start. We're just going to kind of go back and forth. I'll read a little bit of the book, then we'll discuss it, and we'll just kind of see where it takes us. Does that, uh, does that work for you, Chris? Yeah, start with that uh, principle. All right. Beginning. The science of living principle. First, I'll start with Proverbs. Actually, the tongue of the wise is health. That's from Proverbs twelve eighteen. The tongue of the wise is health. Now, this is a science of the living principle. He starts each chapter with one of these: health or sickness, wealth or poverty, success or failure, all begin in the mind. Your physical body and material affairs reflect the, your state of mind. The person with a positive attitude and a strong belief in health prevents sickness from entering his life. The person with a positive attitude and a strong belief in health prevents sickness from entering his life. I really think that is a, a huge thing to think about and a huge thing to remember these days uh, because one of the things that's really challenging when uh, disease or viruses or, you know, concerns of all sorts, really, you know, economic concerns, political concerns, so on. Really, one of the most challenging things in dealing with, uh, with any of those issues is, is your mental state, is your mental state. And I think we can really damage ourselves 
And we've talked about this a bit before on the show, but you can really damage yourself and your, your, your mental outlook as well as your immune system. And you can become depressed. And, you know, so your physical health can literally be affected by the way that you're thinking and feeling. We know this. Uh, but by watching and focusing on these numbers, and it's like it's so easy to get caught up in that and watching the bad news and the you know, all the stuff that you see on television, on the internet, and you see on social media, and all these stats, and then the other side of it, the arguing that goes, goes on, and the anger that goes back and forth, you know, should I wear a mask, should I not wear a mask, what's the conspiracy behind this, all of this stuff is, is very troubling, and it's disconcerting, and it gets you out of your, your health state of mind, um, and I think that it's important to, to remember that. Would you uh, agree with that? Well, that's the definition of dis-ease. It's out of ease, yeah. out of harmony, out of sync, out of health, out of peace. That's a great point, dis-ease. Sometimes you don't think about it, you know, that where that, the, the sort of structure of that word, that dis-ease, that's a very good way to put that. Well, we think of a disease, like it's a yeah. noun, like not it's a, a state of being uh, or a process. Exactly. Or, you know, a factor. It's, oh, I caught a disease. I caught a bug or a cold or uh, something like that. Everything we catch, especially things that happen inside the body, uh, these are processes. Maybe we're exposed to something um, environmentally uh, with a microbe or with just environmental conditions that are poor or uh, you're exposed to some agent, <laughs> uh, but then that diseasing <laughs> activity happens inside the body, uh, as does our immune response. Yeah. So they're they're very connected. Exactly, and that's the thing about it that you know we forget sometimes when we're looking at all these statistics and so on that you know it's not all out of our control in terms of whether or not we we do you know, we do maybe uh, contract something. Um, you know, look, some of it ha is, is, is beyond our control, you know, in, in some circumstances, whatever, I understand that. But there's a, there's a great amount of, of, of control that we have over our own mind, our own attitude, our own emotional content, and so on that affects our immune system. It affects the, you know, the, our susceptibility to things. Um, it, you know, even it, it even sort of, influences our behavior and the things that we do and whether or not we're, we're, we're thinking and we're cognizant of our, our circumstances around us, how careful we're being around other people and so on. Um, those, those, you know, not to be afraid, but to, you know, to, to sort of be, you know, have caution in certain situations and, you know, like, like the normal things they talk about these days, washing your hands, wearing masks, so on. Uh, just trying to, you know, really keeping, you know, making sure that you're not spreading things around to other people who might not have a good immune system like you have, um, you know, or, 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 or being careless and foolish, you know. And again, it's like I'm not trying to argue whether or not, you know, these particular lockdown things are, are you know, are effective or they're not effective or this or that. You know, I'm no doctor um, or public health official by any means. But, but what we're talking about today really is what we're bringing into the outside world when we meet up with other people and even just, you know, in our, the privacy of our own homes, you know, how, um, you know, how 
our attitude affects our general health and how, again, that's gonna, gonna make either open us up to or, you know, kind of fence us off from, from illness. You know, and he, he talks about this too. He's like, at the beginning of this, you know, I'm just gonna read this paragraph real quick. Uh, Most people have been mentally conditioned to accept sickness from the beginning of their lives. From the minute you are born, you're taught to believe in sickness. You learn that you're supposed to be sick at certain times of the year. You learn that you're supposed to be sick at various times in your life. You learn to believe in the very idea of sickness. You learn to believe in the very idea of sickness. And so this is really what we're talking about. It gets down to the gist of this whole, this whole short chapter on how to stop catching disease. It's like our belief system is conditioned from the time we're very young. And, you know, you get, you know, I'm sure we all have friends. I, I have friends like this that, you know, that the mere, you know, a person with a sniffle, it may or may not even be a cold, you know, they'll catch it. And the next thing you know, it's this, and then it turns into pneumonia. And the next thing you know, they're in the hospital. And whether or not that person that sniffled even had any cold, it, you know, they probably didn't. Uh, it, you know, there's a certain sort of hypochondria that some people have where they just talk themselves into being sick. You know what I mean? And it's like, this is one of those cases where he's saying, look, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't be in that state of mind where you know, you're walking around looking, oh, I'm sure, you know, if this happens, and oh, I went outside without my jacket on, oh, I got caught in a cold rain, I'm definitely going to get a cold, or, you know, these sort of old folk ideas about health and so on, um, or something that your grandma told you, or your mom told you, or whatever. Um, you know, you let those things run your life, you run those thoughts through your head, they, after a certain amount of time, they become a, a programmed belief that you don't even question any longer, it doesn't even you know, it doesn't even come to your conscious mind at a certain point that, oh, every, you know, January, this happens, every February, that happens, every April, this happens. You know what I mean? And then you've got good evidence backing it up because it, it has happened year after year after year. And so you're convinced that that's just the way things are. Yet you look around you and there's all these people that never get sick, you know, barely get sick, get sick once, once a year, once every couple of years, get a cold. And then, you know, and then there's other folks who, you know, again, look, it's not all just what's in your mind. Some of it has to do with your immune system and people may have autoimmune deficiency issues and, you know, whatever. Uh, but, but again, that your thought and your, your actions and your emotions and, and all that, you know, your spiritual beliefs definitely come into play, even if you're, you know, even if you have a weaker immune system, just sort of genetically speaking, um, you can, you know, you can boost your mind to sort of boost up the production of, 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 you know, health, for lack of a better word. Do you know what I mean? Well, just as you can gear yourself towards sickness, you know, the whole system seems to support this sick attitude. Uh, there's all the commercials that pitch over the counter and prescription drugs and remedies. Oh, it's flu season. Now it's a season. Winter, spring, summer, fall, and flu. It's one of the, the five seasons of life. I'm surprised Vivaldi didn't do a, <laughs> a composition on, you know, flu. Yeah. I'm actually glad he didn't. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank God. Uh, but this, I think what we're talking about is susceptibility, which can be gullibility. It can just be impressionability. Uh, that if you're, see, I'm of mind that, we get exposed to all kinds of things all the time. And most of the time, our body does a pretty good job of fending it off. Um, 
quite often we don't even know. Uh, we may get sick and cured and not even know it um, because our body operates that way if it's operating properly. And I think this conditioning towards sickness, um, it's not that your mind makes you sick, but I think your mind can put your body in such a stressful condition that you weaken your immune response just because you're taxing it. And yes, if you were coupling that with, oh, you know, somebody got a sneeze or it's cold out uh, or I got wet, oh, I'm gonna catch a cold, um, you can. And I think things, you know, they do talk about the season and in winter time, you're spending less time outside so you're getting less vitamin D, uh, which is great uh, for your body to help fight off sicknesses and uh, things like that. And, places that have four seasons uh, because of the cold weather, weather there's also generally um, uh, lessened activity. So you're maybe not getting quite the exercise that you would when it's, whether you exercise or not, I think if it's just nice outside, you're gonna spend time outside, you're gonna garden, you're gonna walk, you're gonna do this or that uh, during the warm months. Um, and then you're also inside, so things can kind of incubate. <laughs> Uh, you're not opening windows and letting things circulate. So there's a lot of factors going on, but I think really what this is, um, and Ike is talking about, Reverend Ike, uh, is this conditioned response you know, that we've put ourselves in this position, this very receptive position to receive the idea, uh, the thought, and the feeling of being sick. Yeah, I remember uh, watching a, a demonstration of uh, hypnosis on a, a man who had uh, he had allergies and he had uh, he had uh, he was he was allergic to, to to dogs, and his allergies they you know, as as the as the hypnotherapist talked to him, his it it turned out that his allergies without fail would come on every year when he first heard the, uh, the heater come on. It would inexplicably start up his allergies. So he developed over the years this conditioned response to hearing the heater come on for the first time with his allergies. And so he and the hypnotherapist worked on reconditioning that and got rid of his allergies entirely. Just some, some quirk in his in his in his mind, some programmed idea got in there that each time the you know the heater comes on at that particular time of the year, then it's time to fire up allergies. And the body was confused. The body the body mind was confused. So they went in and worked on the subconscious, and and cured this cured this person of his uh, uh, of his problem. And and it's amazing, you know. We, there's so many things within us that are that are like that. That are you know you don't know where they arise from. And you don't sometimes even know what trigger them unless like with this case in, in this hypnotic situation, they were able to kind of uh, bring it to the surface. But, um, you know, this is why you've got to be, be pretty diligent about, you know, uh, creating health thoughts in your mind, you know, sort of pre preemptively kind of, you know, reprogramming anything that might be down there that is associated, you know, maybe 
maybe with you know you like putting on a sweater for the first time or something oh it's cold and flu season and now you know you're you're opening up your mind to the susceptibility to to that because you put a sweater on or something smell of wool or something does that so you know sometimes you don't even know but this is where like in in a, in a way if you're working on affirmations and prayer and positive spiritual things um you kind of pre you know you can preempt those 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 and reprogram those those reactions um by by thinking these health thoughts um this is this is something that i want to read real quick if that's all right um it's under this section called right thinking and speaking on 214 it's very important to only let your mind think positive thoughts about health it is very important only to let your mouth say positive things about health watch what you think or say lest you become, quote-unquote, ensnared by the words of your mouth, in Proverbs 6.2. Never think thoughts such as, I'm, I think I'm getting a cold, or I'll never get over this sickness. These negative thoughts cause you to get sick and prevent you from getting well. Instead, say to yourself on a regular basis, I'm healthy, and I will stay healthy. God in me is my health. This positive, this positive affirmation heals you and keeps you well. And I can say, you know, I've used both that affirmation and other types of affirmations, like, you know, this, I am healthy and I will stay healthy. Uh, in my own case, I've felt at times in my own, you know, my own life, uh, in my own health, where it does feel like, you know, something's occurring, some sort of a cold is trying to take hold, or, you know, there'll be some, some discomfort here or there, some sniffles, or, you know, some queasiness in the stomach. And I'm, I'm really careful not to follow those down those negative paths and you know I'm, I'm pretty good I think at um, you know at counteracting those things uh, and so I've seen good evidence that this actually works because I used to get I used to get sick quite quite a bit when I was younger um, and then I realized oh, this is my it's my thinking you know it's like yeah the stuff comes up but there's you know sometimes I'll go for a walk if I feel something coming on let's say I feel like sort of nauseous or something or you know, some, some sort of, you know, if I can, I will get up and move or walk or get out and get some sun like you talked about, get some fresh air, drink some water, you know, you know, re kind of realign sometimes doing meditation and clearing the mind and then focus on, on, on one of these types of affirmations, prayer, so on can break those, those automatic cycles like, okay, I'm starting to feel bad and now I'm going to do, you know, like it's, it's almost like you tick off these things and all of a sudden before you know it, you're actually sick because your body's been conditioned to this sort of habitual behavior. I do X, Y, Z, and then, and then I feel this, this, and this, and then all of a sudden I'm sick. But it's like, if you break it, you know, instead, you know, you feel like, oh, something's coming on, but eh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of counteract that with some positivity and some and some spiritual treatment. You know, you can you can stave those things off. I've see, I've seen it work hundreds of times for myself. I can speak from experience with this. Have you had those kinds of experiences where you're able to to fight fight stuff off? You feel like something might be coming on, and you've got you know something you do that helps you to kind of move move through it or move past it. I can't say anything maybe specifically like, oh, there was a time when I sneezed and I willed myself to uh, not catch a cold, uh, but I have many, many times, and I think probably on a semi-regular basis, reinforce and reaffirm that health, health in my body, 
um, is something that I have. It's something that flows through me and it's something I can take care of. Um, you know, I have relatives you know, that lived very, very long. So I think I come from, I don't know if you call it healthy stock um, or not, but it's always been the case um, that healing and that, we'll put it this way, that health, that is good health, normal good health, uh, is a natural state. I've always firmly believed that, uh, or at least ever since I became aware of that, that as a concept. Um, instead of the sickness or just teetering on the verge of sickness is around the corner at every turn uh, and that I have to fight and dig and drag myself out of this sickness into hopefully someday a healthy state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, there's, you know, an unhealthy feeling, um, then it's steering back on course um, towards a healthy one. Uh, and so I, I think I've just always cultivated that attitude of health, that health is a normal state. This dis-ease, whether it's a microbe or um, a pandemic, or if it's a diseased thinking, an uneasy thinking, because I'm not always anxious about getting sick. And this pandemic went across, you know, I you know, wear a mask and distance and do all the things that, uh, you know, the health officials suggest. Yeah. Um, but I was never really overly paranoid, like getting tested every week um, or things like that. It's, you know, it's, it's being smart uh, and it's also kind of being hopeful and helpful because look at what happens to your, your psyche. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be about a sickness. If you're worried about something, anything, you know, a loss, uh, you know, a breakup, um, a disaster at your business or a disaster in the cells in your body, a disease, um, and you constantly dwell on that or reinforce that um, without counteracting it with an equal or hopefully greater sense of, well, you know, that's always a possibility, uh, but I really firmly believe that, you know, that I'm doing what I need to do to take care of my body or my business or my relationship. Uh, and that gives confidence, that gives comfort, uh, that gives a sense of peace, or you might say ease. But if you're infiltrating <laughs> this sense with all kinds of you know, thoughts of disaster uh, or you know, reverse uh, going on in your life, uh, whether it's real or not, if that's if you're constantly worried about that, Knowingly or unknowingly, a lot of it sometimes happens, uh, it becomes so habituated that it may be under your level of awareness, uh, but you're creating an uneasy way of feeling. It's not confident, um, you're not secure, and you're not at ease, and that is a dis-ease. It's an unease. Uh, and if you're putting yourself in that for whatever it is about, um, constantly and without counteracting those thoughts with more positive, healthy thoughts and actions that follow, you can get caught in this cycle, in this whirlwind, and it will. Uh, everyone knows, I mean, this is, you know, this is medical stuff here that uh, if you don't sleep well, 
Um, if you don't eat well, if you don't exercise, if you're constantly stressed with this fight or flight that we've talked about uh, mechanism, it will wear down your immune system. It will make you more susceptible to not only catching something, but curing yourself uh, through it. Maybe, like I said, maybe we catch stuff all the time, but it doesn't affect us if we have a strong immune response, but it will weaken the immune, all your responses, your digestion, um, your peace of mind. Um, and yes, your ability to uh, process and cure yourself of, um, you know, pathogens or things that come your way. Um, you've just created a fertile ground for disease to take hold. Instead of creating a secure environment um, for health and you know, good immune response. So this worry, this stress actually helps you become sick because it weakens your body's natural abilities. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. So, you know, you, it's, it sounds like you had that, that natural sort of, you know, health, healthy mindset. And it sounds like over time then, you know, it's, you know, cause I, I don't struggle that much anymore. Right. You know, I think over time I built that, that same mindset that you had instilled in you when you were younger for whatever reason, uh, you know, I built it up through, through over time. So that's the thing about it. It's like, you may nat naturally have that sort of healthy outlook on life and, and so, you know, you, you, you don't have to struggle as much with this, or you might be one of these people like Reverend Ike said, you know, when he was a kid that, you know, because of the, the, you know, some of the teachings he had from his mother and his grandmother and so on, but, you know, he was, he was getting sick a lot. You know, he was, he was sort of taught to believe in sickness in other words. Um, and so, you know, he had to, to work on his own mentality and his own emotional states and his own, you know, spiritual states to, to, to be in a state of, of health, you know, to have that, to kind of create that state of, of, of habitual health as it were. And, you know, that's the thing. Once you start working on this, even if you're, you know, if you are a person that, you know, tends to get, get sick, you know, several times a year or, or more, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like that doesn't have to be like that. It may be something that you pattern in. It may be something that has to do with your lifestyle and the way that you're thinking and believing about yourself and so on uh, that you could do something about, you know, and, or it may, it may be one of these things too, that requires multiple, uh, multiple dimensions, you know, okay, you need the spiritual and mental work, but you also might need to, you know, work on your diet a little bit and get a little more exercise and get out and get some sun once in a while and maybe take some vitamin C once in a while or whatever whatever it is. So it could be a combination of things, but the, the reality, but really the, the, the most important part, and that's what we're talking about. This most important part is the, is the, you know, the belief and the habitual state of, of mind or, you know, your kind of uh, unconscious beliefs about this. Those are, those are going to be the biggest factor, I think, in, in your overall health. And, you know, because you've got a good, good, you know, where you built a good, healthy mindset for yourself, you know, it's, it's sort of on automatic pilot to keep you healthy. It's, you know, little stuff's going to come up here and there, but it's not like you're fighting off stuff, you know, every, every day or something like some people are. So that's, but the thing that is, it's, that's, it's a learned thing. So you can learn it when you're young or you can learn it when you're, when you're older, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, there's, there's no time where it's like, oh, you know, it's too late for me. You know, I, I, I've been thinking and acting and, you know, and, and experiencing these things for, you know, 
47 years or whatever it is. So now I can't change. It's like, no, you can change at any given time. And that's where you got to start working on these, these unconscious beliefs and, you know, creating patterns of, of healthful thinking, patterns of positive spiritual thinking that keep you, keep you well, you know, and not in a state of, a state of dis-ease. They keep you in a state of ease. And really that's, you know, that state of ease is really based, you know, in, in Reverend Ike's situation, you know, new thought and, and any of these sort of mind science type things, that ease is based on the fact that you have a strong belief in a, in a higher source. You know that that connection is within you, that that higher source is all around you and it's, it's what you are and it's the very substance and um, nature of your being. And so you want to, you know, you want to make sure that you're feeding into it the the experiences, the thoughts, the feelings, and so on that you want to attract and have come to manifest in your life. I mean, really, that's the, that's the whole, in a nutshell, that's, you know, mind science and new thought. Um, one thing I want to point out here I liked a lot. He talks about, it's on the bottom of page 215. Can you read... Uh, can you uh, can you read you see, you see where he says one of my favorite healing testimonies on 215 Oh yeah one of my favorite healing testimonies in this ministry is an example of what positive identification with the presence of God within can do A young man attended one of my healing and blessing meetings at my church in New York City He was sitting in the congregation before the meeting began and as I walked down the aisles as I usually do to meet and greet the people this, youngest, you know, this youngster leaned over from his seat and said to me, Reverend Ike, please pray for me. I have asthma. I stopped for a moment and looked at him and said, son, I see in you a boy who has no asthma. Not long after, this young man told me a wonderful story. He said, Reverend Ike, that Sunday when you said to me, son, I see in you and a boy that has no asthma, something lifted from my chest and I never suffered from asthma since. All right, I'm going to finish it up. What happened? I caused him to identify with his healthy self, with the healthy whole presence of God within him. When I said, I see in you a boy who has no asthma, he got a picture in his mind of himself as being healthy, as having no asthma. He identified himself with the presence and power of God within. He became aware of his oneness of God and he was healed. So that's this sort of idea of this instantaneous healing. And those things can happen. Those things can happen. And so, you know, but it's interesting that he says, he doesn't say to him, you know, you're going to get well, or, you know, he says to him, son, I see in you a boy who has no asthma. So he sees a new image of him inside himself. And then that boy was able to latch on to that idea. Isn't that an interesting way to put that? I really like the way he says that. I see in you. I okay. see in you. Well, and then you have to see in yourself this vision of, health of being healthy and this is very shamanic this is you know from what i learned from dr vialdo the uh, uh great uh, shaman teacher he wrote shaman uh, healer sage and uh, one medicine a bunch of other books um, he talks about getting in tune with the healed state a future <laughs> healed state if you're, if you're sick right now this this healed state is in the future not in the past before you got sick because Western modern medicine, allopathic, generally, uh, and same with psychology, which I think we really need to talk about as well, mm. uh, it will track backwards. 
and find, well, okay, now that you're really sick, when did the symptoms first start? Uh, where were you? What were you doing? Were you, did you eat something? Were you out in the elements? Were you around some other people? Uh, and then you go backwards to try to find out where this thing began, maybe how you caught it, where you caught it, even, you know, what is this thing that you're dealing with? But a shaman moves forward in time as well and goes into the future uh, to that healed state and then moves in that direction instead of going backwards moves forward but it sees that healed state just like this boy with no asthma that reverend ike was able to see uh, as being complete being whole being healthy then if right now say i'm not feeling healthy and i'm but i'm focusing on this future healed state the question then is okay well how do i get there or what's it shows that there's an end point, okay? Sometimes we can look at healing or feeling better as just not having this cold uh, or not feeling this way. Uh, it has to be a little more positive than that, like a boy with no asthma, uh, that there is some state of being uh, that is not only free from this, but also vibrant and, and healthy in other ways. And like a bridge being built, and by that I mean an actual bridge. Uh, there are, you know, generally two caissons. There's the, you know, the parts that stick up. <laughs> one is going to be kind of close to one shore, and the other one's going to be closer to the other side of the river, um, where that's built up, and then the bridge is connecting these two points together. So it can't just be built with one <laughs> case on you have to have the other one because it actually bridges between those two points so what i'm saying is you have to really look at this have this other end point in mind very strongly in mind then you complete the bridge to get there but that healed state is already there that's already a thing i see within you a boy with no asthma that was a very real image uh strong enough that this young person was able to, I mean, he was there to see Reverend Ike, and I'm sure he respected him, and there's a little bit of authority or uh, definitely a, uh, a role model there, and was able to put aside his doubts. So, well, I don't see it. <laughs> Something a grown-up might do. Um, and, uh, and wow, well, if he saw it, uh, maybe it's so. Maybe I can see it too, and of course he did, and was able to latch on to that, but that's very, uh, very close to shamanic healing is, where you track forward to a future healed state, and then you basically pull yourself towards that, not away from the sickness. You're pulling yourself towards health, and it can kind of sound like the same thing, but it really isn't. Yeah. This end point, and you move yourself towards that. Yeah, I like that. I like that image of that bridge and bridging from from the from the you know the state that you're in to the to the future state of of where you want to be where you need to be uh that's powerful that was a powerful image thank you um the other you know the other side so that's getting getting well but you know really in 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 essence this whole section is really about is, is about staying healthy it's about staying healthy right and so in this last section on 216, we'll go into this and then we'll get into some of the uh, affirmations and we'll probably wrap it up. 
it's, so he says this, it's important to make healthy thinking a habit. The positive affirmation, God in me is my health, should be used over and over until it becomes part of your thinking. Start each day by saying to yourself, God in me is my health. During the day, whenever the world mind tries to feed you the idea of sickness, reject it by remembering the healthy whole presence of God in you and saying to yourself, God in me is my health. And you repeat this to yourself before going to sleep at night. The more you repeat this, the more you will progress the idea of health upon your subconscious mind. So the, the idea here is then to, you know, to, to, to work on creating a state of subconscious belief in health in ease, in being in, in, in tune with the infinite, as it were, in tune with the infinite, instead of being in, in, you know, out of tune with the infinite, being in ease or, in, you know, in a sort of harmony with the divine, you know, when we're out of harmony with that divine health, which is within us, and that divine mind, which is within us, then, you know, then we find ourselves in a state of dis-ease or sickness. So we're aiming at proactively creating a state of of overall health so that we don't catch things we don't go out and get you know the latest flu or the latest you know sickness that's out there floating around or whatever uh, like you said i mean we oftentimes will come into contact with these things but we'll fight them off that's what a healthy immune system is all about is you know so you start on the on the mental and spiritual level by building that that foundation of health and you know and then you know, you can, you can go out there in the world and, and be safe. And again, of course, take, take precautions, you know, physical precautions and so on that, that, you, that you need to. It doesn't mean to be foolhardy, uh, but, it means, but it means to have this state of, you know, of belief and faith that, you know, that you have a natural state of health that'll carry you through the world health, healthfully, I guess, you know, for lack of a better word. Um, so let's look at, oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, well, I was gonna, um add to that that sometimes we move too quickly to fight off something like if you have a temperature um, or something then you take a bunch of over-the-counter medicines you go to the doctor you get antibiotics you do all this stuff uh, but a normal temperature uh, is just your body's way of raising uh, the temperature to kill something off um, that's why in the winter, you know, people wear scarves and things like that. Really what you want to do is breathe through your nose because it warms up the air before it comes in. Uh, that filters out things through your nose hairs. I mean, it's really kind of how we're supposed to breathe. So actually healthy breathing might be a good thing. Breathing into your nose, warming it up, using the natural filtration system. But if we try to knock everything out as soon as it comes up, maybe we're frustrating. Uh, what is actually a natural process of something moving through your body. Well, your skin gets flush. Well, maybe it's, it's sweating something out and you don't have to close up all your pores because you don't like you know, the redness of your skin. Uh, maybe it's naturally getting rid of something or if you have you know, other symptoms that take you to the bathroom or whatever, um, you know, check on it and, and keep, uh, keep track. Uh, but sometimes those are very temporary, very natural processes that are just getting rid of something in your body. But if you prevent that from operating, just like in psychology, uh, where say if you're not feeling too, I'm a little anxious, well, I'm a little depressed. Well, 
maybe you should be. What's going on in your life? What are you not doing correctly? Or what are you doing that maybe you shouldn't be doing? Or who are you hanging around with? Or what are you watching on TV late at night in bed? Um, you know, it's, it's okay to feel bad. This morning, I'll give a personal example. It's feeling, and I don't know why. I don't know what it came from. Uh, I just had a bout with melancholy, and, and to call it uh, by some term, which I don't even know what it was, an uneasy feeling. Didn't feel great, but I just went about my day, did what needed to be done, walked around the house and uh, involved myself with projects. And as the day went on, I felt better and better. And, and then I was fine. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I woke up feeling that way. Uh, I don't know where it went. But I didn't really try to fight it. I recognized it. Say, oh, yeah, I kind of feel out of source today. Well, okay. Now, if it doesn't go away and this persists, yes, you know, seek attention or help or whatever you need. But sometimes we just have to allow something our body is going through uh, or something that's going through our head and our heart uh, that is uncomfortable, but maybe it's natural. Maybe it's part of a process. Maybe it's okay. Like if your teenager is, you know, angry and, and they, you know, want to argue with you, well, that's, that's being a teenager, you know. Maybe it's not a sign of, of something much worse. Keep an eye on it, keep in contact, but maybe these are just natural things. If you give them a little bit of time and a little bit of positive, you know, mental reinforcement, whether it's with you or with your teenager, um, they may disappear in a few days or a few hours. Again, if something persists, yes, you know, take it to the next level in seeking, you know, medical or psychological help. But I think sometimes we frustrate our, ba our body's natural abilities uh, if we try too much to micromanage symptoms. It might be a symptom of actually your body working a healing process. That's a great point. I think uh, a very, it's a very good point. It's a very good point because something may you know, some type of discomfort, maybe your body working to actually fight, fight something off. And then you go and try to stop that feeling of discomfort and you could derail that natural healing process that's occurring in your own body. So sometimes you just need to ride things out. That's a, that's a great point. Um, it's, it's one, you know, it's one thing that it, sometimes we don't think of, and maybe we're, maybe in trying to treat things, we're actually exacerbating the situation. The body actually had it under control. It's like, man, just chill out and let me do my job, you know, and, and you'll be all right. You know what I mean? It might be in one of those kinds of situations. So that's a, that's a great point. All right, let's jump ahead. Thank you very much for that. Uh, let's jump ahead to 217 to these affirmative treatments. These are a few affirmations that you can use, and we'll just kind of go back and forth with them, and then we'll, uh, we'll end for today. Uh, so I'll start with the first affirmation is right here, right now, I see myself as a healthy person. I refuse to accept any idea of sickness. My faith and belief are in God's healthy whole idea of me, and this belief will keep me well. God in me is my health. God in me heals me and keeps me well. Thank you, God in me, for health. I like that, that thankful attitude. That's, uh, of course, my words now. But yeah. yeah. Even no. when you're sick, especially when you're sick, be thankful for this healthy state to which you are moving. 
That's a great point as well. And I mean, there's, there's something about gratitude that's very, very healing, isn't it? Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I think, uh, I think that'll do it unless you have any more to add. Uh, I think one of the most important things is uh, I see myself as a healthy person. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're sick and especially if you're sick a lot or often. Um, you really, really have to see that healthy person because the evidence in front of you will show something else. You're, you may actually feel very sick. The doctor may affirm or confirm that you are sick. Yep. Uh, but you still have to see yourself as that healthy person in that healthy state. And I like also how he mentions that uh, my faith and belief uh, are in God's healthy whole idea of me. We can't say it enough that health, healing, and wholeness, being whole, uh, are all part of the same word origin. So sometimes this unhealthy is when we feel fragmented, we don't feel whole inside. So healthy and health is wholeness. Wholeness is health. Very good. Great point. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, like I said, we're here each Sunday with the Cosmic Eye Show. Uh, this week, we looked at how to stop catching disease. Uh, from Reverend Ike, Secrets for Health, Joy, and Prosperity for You, a great book uh, to own. Keep your mind positive. Uh, each lesson very short and punchy and, and, and on a very specific topic. So really nice little book that you can read daily to kind of get your mind right for the, for the challenges of the day. Uh, so we also have our show on Friday, our Emmett Fox Friday show, and we encourage you to go back and listen to uh, episodes from the past. There's a lot of great subjects. Check those out in the, in the list. Um, you, can, you can find that at cosmic, uh, excuse me, at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. Uh, you can also find a, a donate button there uh, if you'd like to donate to the show. We'd really appreciate it if you could. We need, uh, we need your guys' help to, to keep us moving forward. Um, Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky. Mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. Both those can be found on Amazon if you want more, about, uh, more information about us, cosmiceye.org. Thank you again for joining us. Have a great week. Stay safe. Stop catching disease. Stay healthy. Uh, goodbye, and God bless. <laughs>